Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Thank you. Can you hear me okay? I can. You do have some background noise going on, but I hear you just fine. There will be some background noise, so I can go on mute if you'd like. No, that's okay. Um, And we are talking, as I said, present moment. And I love that we're talking about focus because it seems that sometimes we can get focused on the past or the future, and what will really support us in moving forward is focusing on the present moment. So let's get going. First off is introducing you to our guest coach tonight, and this is her first time on the show, so I'm excited to have her. So please welcome Siglinda Vondoma. (laughs) <laughs> Hi, Terry and Kelly. Thank you so much. Welcome. Perfect, perfect pronunciation of my name. Thank you. <laughs> I really wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you did awesome Siglinda. in the present moment. <laughs> yes, thank you. Siglinda, so what is present moment? Oh, wait. First, before we get started, um, please introduce yourself to our audience. Um, and that means just who you are and who you serve. Okay, so my name is Siklinda Vandama. I'm a formally trained artist and economist, and um, I'd like to focus on being a visual artist, inviting people to think differently. But I also believe that the creative mindset is not limited to visual arts only, and it really is a way of living. So I serve anybody who, who, is, who dares to go there and think outside the box to make their life better. Mm. Awesome. Love I it. love that. And so Thank you. what is your meaning or what is your definition of present moment? Well, I'm going to give you an example. I think that is the best way to describe it. Uh, we all have freak-out moments, right, especially in the past yeah. year. I mean, raise your hand if you never had a freak-out moment in the past year. But yeah. um, when you have a freak-out moment and you can just pause for a moment and say, okay, wait a minute, in this moment, in this very moment, what do I need to be okay? And chances are you're lying in your bed, your warm bed with covers. What else do you need? Or maybe you're Mm -hmm. having coffee or you're having happy hour on Zoom. In that moment, you are okay. And, you know, Mm -hmm. when you have a freak out moment and you can say in that moment, pause, right? Let go of the rest. Like, what do I need right now? And then there it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. We both said yeah at the same time. <laughs> I know. Um, so how do you how do you support the people you work with to um, or yourself to um, stay in that present moment or regain that present moment uh, for themselves? Right. Well, focus is a big one, of course, like you, you both just mentioned as a topic of um, the subject. But also, this is where my, me being an artist comes in, right? People mm-hmm. think that when an artist goes to the studio, we just have this pre-planned idea in our heads that we have this idea of a painting or whatever else artwork we're going to make. And we know exactly, you know, what we want and how we're going to get there. And that is so absolutely 100% never true, unless you just mean by numbers, but I wouldn't count that as being an artist. Um, and so, and so it's, it's really that um, uh, um, when you engage in a creative activity, you really train yourself into letting go of the moment and let the moment take over and let it see where it takes you. And so art is a safe place to do that, of course. But, you know, as I said, a creative mindset is a way of living. It's not limited to visual art. So in terms of helping people that don't want to try their hand at creative activity, the first step is really to pause for a moment and let all that external stimuli of bills and pressure and judgment and what have you, pressure, just park that by the door for a moment and sit with yourself, sit in the moment. And you know what? When you open the door, you can pick it all right back up. It's not going to go anywhere <laughs> unless mm-hmm. you can do the curb somehow, but you can pick it back up. It's waiting for you. But just having this moment where you can just like, okay, I'm just going to be here for a moment, just like a painter sits with his canvas for a moment and the paint and the colors and the canvas have a mind of their own and, you know, he can toss it in the garbage or he can just sit with it and say, okay, what do you want from me? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes me think of how I am at a paint night. I don't know if you've ever gone to one of those because you're an actual artist. But um, <laughs> it's, it's fun go to go ahead. to a paint yeah. night, you know. And I get all into it. There is some judging while I'm painting it, but I'm really just trying to have fun and be creative because that's not something that I really allow my, myself to do very often. And uh-huh. then at the end, I usually am like, eh, it's all right. It's pretty good. I mean, it, it's good for me. And then I start comparing myself, mine to all the other people, right? Like, oh, theirs look right. better than mine. And then I'm like, judging how mine looks so I've left the present moment by then and then uh, I get home and my kids and my husband are like wow that's really great and then I'm like back in the present moment yeah it's really not that bad when you put it on the wall and you step far away it looks all right (laughs) (laughs) well actually you just gave the perfect example of focus so while you were painting, you were really in the flow, in the moment, and you were enjoying it. Uh-huh. And then your focus was on, well, what are gonna, people are going to think of this? Well, is this even good enough? Well, 
um, I don't know what ideas you came up with, but but even you admit that shifting out of that flow and and feeling the judgment or focusing on the, the judgment of other people was not beneficial to your state of joy, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah, like a perfect it, example it of where do you focus? <laughs> <laughs> well, we always are our worst own critics. Yeah, our yeah. artists are the worst at that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you got a taste of that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think that that can come into any aspect of our lives where we're in something, we're loving it, it's flowing, like you said, and then the moment we step out of it, we start judging it and comparing it and um you know, seeing the ways that it's not enough. Mm-hmm. And and that's when we're no longer in the present moment. But when we can stay in the present moment and just have the experience be the experience, then there's not a need for all of the other stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I think. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it also goes to, I was talking with a couple of clients today about this very thing and how I love the pause. I We had a guest a couple of weeks ago that talked about having a pause button and I've really, that really resonated with me and I've been practicing it since then, just pausing and refocusing. And I was mm-hmm. talking to these clients today about staying in the present moment and not letting the past dictate how you feel in this moment or let the past make decisions for you or let the past bring clarity to you or even looking to the future for that clarity or that focus but staying within the confines of that of this present moment where we are this is where decisions are made they're not made in the past they're not made in the future they're made in the present moment so whether it's decisions about our creativity is decisions about our clarity is decisions around our spirituality, is decisions about our relationships, they happen in the present moment. If we can focus in that present moment and not worry about the future or let the past dictate, you know, how we're going to feel in this present moment, we really can take those steps towards getting out of our comfort zone, being creative, being loving, being whatever it is that we're focusing on at that moment. And it just keeps us um, open flexible, uh, looking for opportunity in the moment and, and loving ourselves in the moment and moving forward. So I, I think the present moment is, is really where we make those decisions in our life that will carry us towards our dreams and goals and carry mm-hmm. us out of fear and into freedom. So I just, I, I, I've been thinking about that for the last couple, well, this whole month we've been talking about present moment. So it's yeah. been, uh, the clarity is really coming to me about how focusing on that present moment is how we move forward. It is how we become creative or spiritual or good relationships or loving, whatever it is that, that we're looking towards. That mm-hmm. is such a beautiful way to word it because there's a couple of key words, in my opinion, that you shared is like uh, being open for new opportunities, being present, uh, not being present. Uh, being flexible, mm-hmm. sorry, and then, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. being being um, 
now I lost my train of thought. Well, and, oh, yeah, and then focus on clarity because I used to say that, you know, when you're facing a tough challenge, if you can focus on where you want to be, right, even if you're not there yet, but you remain flexible mm-hmm. on how to get there, right? And mm-hmm. you, like you said, open to finding those opportunities. That is the resiliency you need to actually get there, right? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I do think that the present moment is your ideal vehicle to get there. And the pause button that you just mentioned, I think, is beautiful. And I'm not sure if I'm allowed to share with your viewers on audio, but I, I developed this two-minute relaxation and creativity hack. And it's, it's very simple, but it's, like a, it's really a way to flip your left brain, which is your analytical brain, right? It's the one that Mm -hmm. is forcing to come up with solution. And it's the one that starts worrying when things don't go your way. And it's the one that is focused on the past and on the future and what's going to happen and not enough this and not enough that. And so to flip that left brain to the right brain and the right brain is more the creative part of our mind, but it's also the one that comes up with the good solutions. Because, you know, when they say when, when you live in the past or when you live in the future, that's when you um, are succumbed by fear and by anxiety. So it's that left brain that we really need for analytical reasons, but not to pull one over on us, right? And so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to flip it to the right brain, I developed this technique that I actually used myself, you know, swimming through a a few rough waters in my own life and, I started this when I was in grad school for uh, my master in fine arts. And it is to um, take a few really deep breaths and then um, take a pen and a blank piece of paper. Take your pen in your non-dominant hand. So if you're right-handed, put it in your left hand. If you're left-handed, put it in your right hand. Close your eyes and then put a timer on your cell phone for two minutes. And then for two minutes, with your eyes closed, just draw a line with your non-dominant hand. It is amazing what two minutes does to your brain, to your body, to your demeanor, to your stress level, to your sense of awareness of the present moment. And in that two minutes, your line can be anything, right? It can be a straight line. It can be a circle. It can be a squiggle. It can be whatever you feel like. But it is the best way to bring out how you feel in the moment. And because your eyes are closed, you cannot judge it. You're just Mm. trying Mm. to visualize what is happening to your line on this piece of paper. And I can assure you, even I, and I've done this for 10 years now, right? Sometimes I think Uh I've been all over the place and close to the edge. And then I look and I open my eyes after two minutes and I'm in this little tiny corner. (laughs) Mm. and it's just it's just because of the way your 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 mind works like and I was probably in a state of like I don't know high stress right where I feel the whole world is against me and at the same time I feel very contracted and then when I look at the way this line came out without looking at it it's actually a very contracted line Mm. right it's really really interesting to try I can't wait to try it. I'm going to do it as soon as we hang up. <laughs> yeah, that's really it's, interesting. It's, and uh huh. Go ahead. I was 
I was going to say, if you have something you want to share in the group, definitely do. Um, yeah, oh. we're totally, totally down for that. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that in the Facebook group, right? Yeah. Yeah, happy to share a few links there tomorrow. Happy to do that. But yeah, but this, this two-minute relaxation technique, I think, is my most powerful technique and I've demoed it on video and zoom calls many times and everybody's always super surprised with what comes out, but it really shows you where you're at in the present moment, but it also flips your left, your left brain to that right brain. And, you know, there's so much power there for innovative solutions because, you know, when you start making decisions out of fear, it's rarely a good solution in the long run, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we we deal with fear as fearless living coaches. And regardless of how much experience we have with dealing with fear, it still is going to affect us. So I love that this this idea of of switching the pen to the other hand, we have exercises when we do that too, but switching the pen to the other hand and just allowing it to do whatever it's going to do. And I love that you close your eyes so that you don't have the judgment because I would totally judge it. And so closing my eyes will, will release that. But I also love this idea because my husband is so left brain and this I think could be a helpful thing for him to do before we have a conversation. <laughs> because, oh, <laughs> um, I I am just solution oriented and he just keeps trying to think of ways that it can't happen and I'm thinking of ways it can. And so I think that, you know, having him do this exercise could help us, you know, um help us get on the track of, you know, of how can we make this happen? How can we make this work? Um so right, I'm right, definitely right. going to be using this exercise. <laughs> Well, and clearly you do not you do not need any drawing talent or artistic talent to do this because you're even having your eyes closed, so it really doesn't matter what comes <laughs> out. <laughs> it really is just the experience, and then the information is going to reflect right back at you where you're at, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to do this. I think I'm going to make my kids do it too, or have my kids do it. <laughs> Uh, Very much so. Actually, I've done. I've had my kids do it too. And last year, it's actually during. Oh my God! I can't believe tomorrow is the one year anniversary. Let's not even go there. But last year, during the first quarantine, when people were so fearful and there was so anxiety, that's when I made this technique public because it's only two minutes, right? And I I also posted it on LinkedIn, and I had. A creative professional, right? Somebody who's right brain and creative as a job, right? He yeah. wrote to me in a private message and he said, Siglena, this exercise have been, has been so helpful for me to just start my day. Not only mm-hmm. get yeah. it, does it get me in the right mood, but it really does help me get this creative hack to come up with these innovative solutions. And, and this guy was a, profession, was a creative professional, so it's not like he doesn't know how to turn on his right brain, right? But still, that's mm-hmm. two minutes. He said it was very valuable. And 
I've shared it with non-creative professionals and it's, it's, um, it's, it's quite powerful, but you, you touched upon a key word there, allowing, Mm -hmm. like, and that's key here and, and closing your eyes really forces you to allow. And in the end, the present moment, I do believe is something, although we try to focus on it, it's easier to focus on it if we allow it. Correct. Yeah. I, well, and it's another, it's really this exercise is another way of pausing and mm-hmm. allowing those opportunities. I mean, I'm sure that, I mean, I'm not sure, but I'm guessing that when you do this, every time you do it, your drawing is a, probably a little bit different, right? Because you're coming at a different, a different moment with different experiences, mm-hmm. different feelings. And so it also gives you some idea of where you are and um, maybe how tense you are or how um, non-tense you are, depending on the way your drawing turns out. I would think it gives you some evidence. It helps you to stay in the present moment and to move forward into creative solutions based upon uh, what comes up, you know. Yeah. 100%. And not only that, not only the information of the moment, because I've been doing this for 10 years on a fairly regular basis, I have like line drawing sketchbooks in all sizes and formats. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, Mm -hmm. But I also saw an evolution in my line over the years. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give a very personal example right now. I went through a divorce, right? And so during my mm-hmm. divorce, my line, my line work, my drawing came out as very disconnected maps. And mm-hmm. at the time, I didn't understand it. I could see when the map was expand, expansive and I could see when the map was contracted, but I didn't really understand the con- disconnected maps. Now, in hindsight, I totally understand the disconnected maps because it was really me looking for a place to belong, right? Now that this marriage is no longer here, where is my sense of home? Where do I belong, right? But then 10 mm-hmm. years later, I actually still use this technique in my artwork from time to time where I literally make a drawing with my eyes closed and there's a lot more courage in there and boldness and um, intention. And so if I look at my, my, my line drawings from 10 years ago, I call them my Zen drawings. <laughs> when I look at yeah. my mm-hmm. Zen drawings from 10 years ago and I look at my Zen drawings now, I can see how I have evolved as a person. And I'm no longer this, this, I no longer have this sense of loss trying to figure out where I belong. I very belong to me and in my moment, mm. right? And that really mm-hmm, comes mm-hmm. true in these blind drawings. It's just, it's just such an amazing tool to, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're open to it, right? It's such a great tool yeah. to yeah. give you that feedback of where you're at and help you to focus or refocus or at least bring you a sense of awareness, right? Exactly. I was thinking it just really does bring a sense of awareness. And, you know, what are you willing to do with that sense of awareness? How are you willing to move forward in your in this moment to make those those uh, creative decisions that will support you? I mean, I I can see myself doing this a part of my daily intention, you know, just uh, pausing and and letting it flow. And I have a creative side. I don't nurture it as much as I do my analytical side, but I have it. So this might really nurture it, you know, and help it to come to the forefront and might and be a more of a focus. Well, that makes me very happy. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you so much. I, I think God always brings the teacher when we're ready. <laughs> right, and, and, you know, there's so many layers to this because you speak about awareness and then choosing what you do with it. Maybe doing this as a daily practice to be in the moment and recenter, right? Especially mm-hmm, for people mm-hmm. who don't like meditating, this is great, right? They get something to do yeah. and it only takes two minutes, right? Maybe that's all it yeah. is. But but maybe looking back at a journal or something that you dedicated to it after mm-hmm. three months or six months, you see something mm-hmm. entirely different and then you can do something else with it. But you don't have yeah. to make any decisions on a daily basis based Mm-mm. on what you see, right? Be, having these two mm-hmm. minutes may just be it. Yeah, it's that pause. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I well, I appreciate you sharing that with us. I feel like you followed your intuition, and it was exactly what we needed to hear. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. I'm definitely going to use it. So, um, so, Glenda, is there anything that you have coming up that you would like to inform our listeners about that they could get involved in? Right. So the quarantine sort of helped me refocus and I'm very much refocused on my artwork right now. So if people want to go to my website, com, and step into my creative world, knowing that all my visual artwork really is a reminder to open your mind, expand your mind, expand your choices, look for the other choices then I welcome them. But I'm also going to share some goodies in the Facebook group. Uh, One is going to be this two-minute relaxation technique with a little bit of background and a live way to do it with me on a video. Um, I also um, have a beautiful seven-step system that um, is pretty much – you know what? I was able to take my chaotic, circular, circular creative process and put it into seven linear steps that can be followed analytically, right? And it's not mm-hmm. meant to be applied to art. It's meant to be applied to life. It was published mm-hmm. in an anthology book about a year ago, but I also gave a talk about it, like a high-level summary I will post that link as well. And with that link comes a bonus strategy that people can download for free. And this bonus strategy really is about clarity, as um, you talked about earlier. And it really um, just in a, in a very fun exercise that, you know, you can do over several days, sort of mull over it when you find yourself in the present moment. Um, get that clarity on where you want to go in your life and what matters to you in the present and then how you want to replicate the good things in the present towards the future, right? Mm -hmm. And then make it happen. And this strategy is so simple and yet so powerful. And as a quick example, I was able to buy my home in a red-hot Silicon Valley market um, within 30 days in 2015 one offer made and it was exactly what I wanted and I I truly believe that the only way I got it was because I applied the strategy to be very clear in the moment 
had my focus on where I wanted to go. Not on, I don't know what's possible, but really on, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm going to take from this moment to move forward. And I'm, I, that is um, in, the, in the notes of that video. So I, I, you know, I hope this will help your audience as well because it has helped me on so many levels. And I use it, this is just one example, right, to buy my house in this crazy real estate market. But you can apply it to so many things. The mm-hmm. sky's the limit. Yeah, thank you so much. We appreciate well, your you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, Celinda, thank you. I mean, Seglinda, sorry. Seglinda, thank you so much for being on tonight. We uh, have loved having you here. And I think that the tool you've shared with us is something that our uh, audience can really get something from. And I know I'm definitely going to try it out. And I'm excited for that. Yeah, me thank too. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me. And- very happy to share this. You know what? The more people can benefit from it, the more this world is going to be a better place. So happy. Thank you. I believe that. Thank you so much. Thank you, listeners, for being here. We want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom are created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you'd like to know more about Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org. And if you want to know more about Fearless Generations, come check us out at fearlessgenerations.org or on Facebook through Fearless Generations or at our our Facebook group page, Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generations. We hope that we continue to keep seeing you here, uh, having you come every week, and we'll be back next. Monday at 9 p.m. Pacific. And until then, everyone, be fearless. Be fearless. Thank you. Good night.